Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Today, all the excitement and wonder of our fourth to last show. Today, we'll roll out a parade of former co-hosts in order of defamatoriness, if that's a word. New inventions of 2007, you simply must have. We'll find out once and for all, is Richard Marsland un-Australian? How does Richard live his filthy, sordid life? We'll unleash the Get This Space program and find out the origin of these words. Assault! Assault! You touched me, officer. Sorry. That's perfectly all right. Which of the team is pregnant now? We'll ask what have you seen and where have you slept? Which Italian dudes are totally hot? And sitting in for the whole second hour, our idea of Mr. Movies. Lockie Hume is here, floating theories, dropping names and burning bridges as only he can. Rising up, back on the streets. Tony's hanging tough, staying hungry. Yes, it's all coming up on Get This, an unlikely marriage of loose talk and fine quality music. Yeah, but uh, it's a pretty... uh good marriage. I mean, it's lasted a long time. <laughs> and, yes, and re- real marriages have certain other attractions. Yeah, yeah, that's right, which <laughs> can't be matched. <laughs> that's a bit gay. Oh, oh there's no need for that, young sir. Come on. What have we got here? Is this cheap trick? Yeah. On yeah. Triple M. Oh, you got it here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome aboard our fourth to last show with, uh, well, myself, Tony Martin. You know, I know when the phone rings at 6.30am that he's watched all of the early morning TVs and read all of the newspapers and uh, I better be on top of the uh, the issues. Yes, mm. that's very true. And uh, in the sidecar, of course, we've got Ed Cavalli. He has the most amazing work effort yes. that I've ever seen. That's right. Um, you know, he, he can work 16, 17 hours a day and then get up and go walking again at 6am in the morning. <laughs> It's very true. And, of course, pushing the buttons, Richard Marsland. But he doesn't put the cap on the toothpaste. Hang on. How did he know that? That doesn't deserve applause. That is not clever. Okay, thank you, Mr Downer. He doesn't like it. Enough out of you. Did you see Peter Costello on the Sunday program on the weekend? No. Oh, it was fantastic. Laurie Oakes tried to grab his ass at one point. Oh, Laurie, come on. (laughs) That's his only reaction. (laughs) Save it for off here. Just let him. Welcome aboard. We're on something I'm calling Hume Cam this mm, morning. Yes. Right over my shoulder is Lockie Hume. Don't give him a round yet. Wait till his hour. He hasn't earned okay. it. Okay. He gets a whole hour. Yes. Just say hello, Mr. Camera. Hi, Mr. Camera. Okay, <laughs> he's here. Everything we say today is being filmed. I'm not mm. sure if this is a film Lockie's making or it's something the legal department here of have required in our final Well, week. there's a writer's strike in America, yeah, so this could be on in prime time. That's right. <laughs> okay. as long as we we could replace Desperate Housewives. Make sure you don't say anything that's been written. I've got better cans than that, what's her name? Terry well, Hatcher. No. Eva Longoria. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm assuming that wasn't put together by a team of scriptwriters. <laughs> we should be fine with that. I'll tell you what we can do. Richie's got a touch of the Nicolette Sheridans about him. Sure. Look at him. I thought Felicity Huffman, actually. Nah, a lot of work up in, top. In Trans-America, but yeah, still. Maybe. Yes. Look, Lockie will be on uh, microphone in the second hour, and haven't we had a great parade of uh, co-hosts oh, over yeah. the two it's years? Been a absolute cavalcade. I found a fantos- uh, fantastic, that's right. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic, that's what we say in Bolvia, where I'm from. <laughs> mm-hmm. A fantastic oh, yeah. uh, collection of uh, co-hosts uh, on an old tape, which, in fact, Nikki Hamilton and uh, Matt Dow threw together for something last year. So okay. this is some of our earliest co-hosts on Get This. Bert Newton, let's have a round. Oh, yeah, thank you. 
Have you been on uh, Triple M before, Bert? I think I have, but not for a while. Yes. The Heat Parade, was there music that was like too edgy and dangerous to go to ear in those days? Would people go, look, this latest Pat Boone, it's yeah. too fast. People I, are breaking their legs. One was too darn hot. Please, keep that language to yourself, yeah. Bert. And a thing called always true to you in my fashion because it suggested that someone in a married situation was being untrue. Whereas now we have, I like your pants around your feet. Mm-hmm. Which is the opening theme now, I think, to Big Brother, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Richard E. Grant is about to field calls from actual <laughs> listeners to get oh, oh. really nervous. <laughs> Live ones. <laughs> Hello, Olivia. Yes, if I hadn't had a husband, you would have been the one. How <laughs> old are you, darling? Uh, getting a bit old now. Oh, you? Oh, well, me too. Uh, a little bit older. Not too bad for my age, sir. This husband yeah. of yours, I mean, is it going to last, do you think, Olivia? <laughs> I think it'll last, I hope so. Richard's willing to get in the station Black Thunder and pop around. <laughs> oh, God, I would love that. I would oh. love that. Jane Kennedy. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dan. I have celebrity photos. <laughs> of who? Of Jane Kennedy. Oh, oh is that right? Who is that? <laughs> What's the WWW? <laughs> I'll post them on the net. Where, oh, where, don't you uh, dare. What are they? You're at my birthday party when we were about eight years old. Your grandparents lived across the road from me. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Dan and Becky. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy that I'm eight years old, Dan, because I was going to say, if I was 22, mm, my friends made me do some very unusual things. <laughs> ben Elton is our co-host. So you've directed a film. How did you go with screen direction? Which oh, way are people looking? crossing the line thing. But you've got the genius of it. It's almost always a girl uh, called the continuity girl. Yeah. You're constantly turning to her and saying, you know, which way do they walk? Have they said this before? What are they wearing? Incredible level of concentration. But they're a nightmare at lunch because you put your cup down and they go, no, it was just over there. Oh, <laughs> Move absolutely. it to the left. <laughs> so your pants up. We're talking old, rare vinyl and Dave Graney is here to appraise it. Uh, who have we got on the line? <laughs> uh, Louise, tell us about your old 45. Uh, I have Come On Everybody Let's Mouse-A-Size by oh, Mickey Mouse. Really? Um, that sounds very perverse. It's got Daffy Duck's version of I Want to Be Like You on it. Daffy Duck, he's always losing his beak, <laughs> exploding, and then he's miraculously back together. But it helps with the weight loss and saves on the mouse-a-size. Angus what? Sampson's with us. I was watching uh, Ripley's <laughs> on the weekend, and it's <laughs> like... Uh, after the break, Colombian Ecuadorian lady that now lives. I actually sound like Robin Leach. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Dio Warwick. La Dolce Vita doesn't get any sweeter. <laughs> the daughter of a Harlem subway conductor who grew up dreaming of show business. <laughs> it's pretty much everyone on that show. Adnan Khashoggi, <laughs> the world's richest bachelor with gold plated toilets in his own private 747. If he boxes with do you know what I've just realised in my yeah. relationship, which has only been about six months? <laughs> right. I've jumped very quickly into the cute, coochie, coochie, gaga oh, phase. Right. And I'm realising that's not, that doesn't work in, in a seduction sense. No, I'm no. not getting much of a looking at the moment because I'm just, oh, you're so cute. Oh, no, you've got to <laughs> save that for a couple of years in once the farting has begun. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. It's our movie edition, so Lockie Hume is with us. Why not try and get Gutenberg and Swayze oh, together that's in a, a film? Good that's idea. what I'm thinking, because that's the kind of stuff that inspires Actually, me. When I'm know, flicking through variety and I read the names Gutenberg or Swayze. But I reckon if, if, I, was, if I was the Red Army and I was going to invade somewhere, just the sight of the Goot and, and the Swayze <laughs> standing on the shores, mm. I'd just turn around and go straight oh, back. Oh, I would too. In <laughs> fact, I did. Well, I, I, my whole aborted mission to invade America. 
fell on its rubber buttocks. <laughs> because of the gooch. Because of the gooch. Tim Rogers is co-hosting. Just quickly, best concert, worst concert you've seen, Tim? I think best gig ever saw was a Beast of Bourbon on a tour that we were playing with them in 93. Right. So, um, <clears throat> and the worst, uh, the one just off the top of my head, I got my nose broken at a cult gig in uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 1987. A, a big chap landed on my nose. Oh, right. That'll happen. Bad concert, I actually went and saw Howard Jones in Brisbane. <laughs> Back in when I was working for FM 104, now known as Triple M in Brisbane. I would you like to get to know you well. It was a station promotion. I had to be there. I was giving things out of the back of a van. I'll give you 56 bucks and a latte for a, for a photo of you at that gig. I don't think there was any evidence, but if there was, I probably looked like Howard Jones. I probably had pirate pants on. I'd like to get to know you well. Lynn Robbins is our co-host this morning. I remember going to see uh, you doing Uncle Arthur at La Joke in Melbourne, yeah, I did, and I think yeah. everyone in the audience got a, a birthday card with an ironed $1 note paper clipped into it. I've still got that somewhere. That was fantastic. It's not a bad thing, is no. it? And you know, I tried to iron one the other day. You see what happens when they iron? The new ones. Yeah, they just all shrink up. They, new money cannot be ironed, and I think that's sad. <laughs> so we use at home in the Uncle Arthur costume, ironing plastic notes. <laughs> it was. We I learn was. something more about they you every time like you this. come in, Glenn Robbins. Yeah. Dylan Moran is uh, joining us this morning. Um, in the 70s, there was a trend. British TV comedy shows doing films. It'd be like, really? uh, are you being served going to Spain or <laughs> on the buses? Yeah, no, I don't even know these original programs. They're very British, though. People in Ireland didn't pay attention to them. Often they would come to Australia and do a Down Under version. <laughs> on the buses was coming here <laughs> to do a road show. You're seriously starved. <laughs> okay, thank you, co-host, one and all. Next up, we'll meet our original panel operator here at Get This on Triple M. It's Kiss Chasey here at Triple M on Get This Around the Nation. I'm feeling very self-conscious at the moment. A real radio announcer no, is in the room. Please welcome the bear, our original panel operator hello. here at Get This. Hello, hey, bear. Hello, hello. So great to have you back. Yeah. I mean, I was wondering you wanted me back in the room. Remember no. what happened that first yeah. day? I just don't want it to be <laughs> awkward between us, Beth. <laughs> yeah. When, how long is it now since Richard Whitehanded you out of your gig? Uh, uh, I just I don't want to remember that. Yeah. It was a very like, sad day. Dark what, days? Tears? Mm. Oh, look, I know. Look, save it for off-air, guys. Okay. Keep the feud brewing. <laughs> Maybe we can have a proper smackdown on oh, Friday. That's a good oh, idea. Back in our smackdown. What's happened to the Triple M smackdowns, Bear? I mean, you were in charge of that for a while. Yeah, but you guys kept on caning it. Oh, no, we, we didn't. Caning. No, we, we did. We were all for it, Bear. You sure. got you just never you would never put the heavyweights together. Yeah, that's Howard the thing. Jones v Nick Kershaw. <laughs> yeah, man. This is the battles people want to see. You idiot. No. <laughs> Kajagugu v Sig Sig Sputnik. I was waiting for that all year. Spandau Ballet didn't get a look in. <laughs> never happened. Now, where did you start in radio, Mr. Beer? Up in Queensland. Up in Mackay. Oh, like right. central Queensland. Okay. How yeah. is it there? I mean, what do the PDs have what sort of notes do you get in central Queensland? Uh, turn the mic on. Yeah, okay. that's good. When you talk. More nah. sugarcane talk. <laughs> Lots of that. <laughs> Lots of rural stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, keep it rural. Yeah, keep it rural. Uh, just normal stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah a little bit a little bit slower. Mm. Well, like one of those country stations where the music format is kind of broad because you're catering to everyone, so you might yeah. have T-Rex backing up onto Celine Dion. 
Pretty much. Into pink. Mm. Pretty much like exactly what we're doing now. Oh, oh the it? countdown. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but yeah. is it possible to get into trouble uh, in a place like that? I mean, are they too worried about what you're saying on here? What you, is, was there any instance where you were hauled over the coals? No, not at all. There wasn't. Yeah. A, they didn't know how to spell air check. Uh, didn't know what it was. <laughs> but it, the, the, the fun was off the air. That was when the, the, the real fun happened, you know. I, I used to work with a guy uh, who works at Triple M in Brisbane, Greg Wood, little Woody. Oh, okay. Woody, yes. Yeah, yeah. We used well to peg things at each other and uh, we used to run the music department up in North Queensland and uh, wow. we used to peg uh, lollies at each other and, and CDs, smashing different things around the place. And that was before we got to work. Wow. It's like just a real <laughs> family atmosphere up there. See, that is the complete opposite from what Tony Moclea has been telling us about. People <laughs> shelving garlic tablets after yeah, hours, that sort of thing. You've it's never just... been involved in any of that, have you, Bear? No. no. Really? No. Okay. Obviously, okay. these flung CDs will be getting back to somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Bear, you attended, did you not, a professional radio school? Yes. Something nobody in this room has done. What yeah. goes on there? Uh, they, well, they, they try and coerce you and try and teach you about the do's and don'ts about radio. Yes. Give us some don'ts, Bear. Uh, <laughs> Give us a few don'ts and don't just play a tape of our show. All right? <laughs> I was, was going to mention your name. You know, don't lie. Well, that was the first thing. Right, there we go. No, just yeah, basic stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Nothing, nothing intricate. Um, it obviously, didn't work on me. Weird. Yeah, well. People learn what I call the Gavin Wood skill, which is being able to take any kind of uh, song title or band name and just relate it to your life. Let's just choose. <laughs> just at random. What have we had got? already? We've had. If you want my love, if you want my love. Well, somebody said that to me. Last Last night, I don't want to go into too much detail. One of those. Kiss Jay, yeah, I was playing a bit of Kiss Jay-Z recently. Right. Don't want to go there. Leave it alone, guys. Right. So Brian Mannix picked up on that as well. as Lee Simon, did it? Yeah. Oh, the 80s guys. Yes. yes. Now, you're not old enough to become an 80s guy. How old do you think I am? Well, you're younger than me. I'm yeah. saying, suggesting you might be in your early 30s. I like him. Wow. Is that wrong? Yeah. 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 I'm turning 40 next year. 40? Seriously? Yeah, I'm are turning you... 40 at 17th of May. Are you a fruitarian bear? What the hell is that? A fruitarian is someone that only eats fruit as it falls off the tree. Because I've never seen anyone look so healthy at no. 40. Living healthy, look flinging CDs well, thank about. You. Great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And can I say, you know, for our listeners, it's a very uh, visual show, this one. But <laughs> sure. your nickname is The Bear, yes? Yeah, 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 it is. I've never seen anyone look less like a bear. Yeah, I know. Nobody looks less bear-like than the bear. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> expects his big, fat, hairy, Rocked, you yeah. know, meatloaf. Chasing picnic baskets. Exactly. In a waistcoat. That's what I expect. I was like, The Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Keep my picnics to myself. That guy's on the prowl. <laughs> Better warn the ranger. Yeah. Well, we'd like to uh, thank you for your contribution to get thank this you, Mr. Bear, Bear. being one of our great supporters here at I the I love station. it. Love, love the show. Thanks, guys. All our right. Uh, hey, Bear, we got, we got a song now, Tona. What are we doing? We've almost got a I'll tell you what. We've got to just hear from the space program. Okay. This is uh, a moment somebody requested. I think uh, Cal Wilson was in this day. And then we'll be back to hear a professional bit of radio announcing oh, no. on Get This. The space shuttle, have they managed to launch that or is that off now? Uh, I think there's some issues, isn't there, with the foam? Is that correct? Is it a foam? <laughs> it's always foam. Is that a foam problem? What, so they're having like a foam party inside? They can't get it all cleared out in time. This is one of the big mysteries we have on this show. It's got tiles on it that can stop it from burning up at high speeds, but a Nerf bat, apparently, <laughs> do enough damage to delay the launch for a year. They're saying it's been delayed because of weather. Oh, okay. But I was, did you see the clip on the news? No. I'm not sure if it was weather. Have a listen to this. Lightning strikes just kilometres from the launch pad made it too dangerous for the shuttle to lift off. Okay, Steve, uh, we've talked to uh, launch weather and landing weather and the ops manager, and we've concluded that we're not going to have a chance to launch today. 
happy looking out the windows doesn't look good today and we think that's a great plan. The crew of seven astronauts will try again early Wednesday morning. I don't think that's weather. <laughs> sound like a Mark III Zephyr to you. <laughs> okay. What have you done to Mr. Beer, Ed? Well, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. You know, he's a radio professional. Yeah. And, uh, no. I believe there's an, a song coming up there. Who are we going to hear from? Uh, a, a bloke called, you might know him, Tony, yeah. uh, Ricky Marsland. Mm. Yep. <laughs> What's he got for us? <laughs> Cover me in lotion and throw me at Rove. That's a nice good track. That's not what we've got. We've got this one here. Well, the Triple M's Essential 2007 countdown is rolling through. We're getting to the pointy end of the season. Van Halen would have to be at the top there. Is this sounding professional enough for you? sounds (laughs) great. I don't know what number it is. Van Halen, why can't this be loved? Tony Martin's Get This. Triple M. Thank you. Good on you. Thanks, guys. That's Van Halen. Why can't this be love here and get this on Triple M? Thank you to the bear for popping in. He thought that was going to be some kind of Marsland bear trap. No, we got me cuddly little bear. No, no, very mm. nice. Very restrained, Mr. Marsland. Thank mm. you. Know about your feuding mm. with other people. Who are you feuding with at the moment in the industry? I mean, obviously, I've been feuding all year with people. What have I got going on? You've got the guns trained out, Rich. You and Ryan Shelton, surely that's going to become... Oh, yeah. You're going to go to the mattresses, you're saying? Yeah. Ride is out. Yeah. Mascoveries in <laughs> on Rove. That's what I've heard. Well, there was that Cole Elliott uh, nastiness earlier in the year. Yeah, that's right. Mm. You can't help feuding with Cole. I'm understanding 50. Also, Les Gock. Um, oh, the guy. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. But I uh, used to be a guitarist for Hush. Yes. And now. Oh, I saw his name on something recently. Uh, oh, uh, can't think. He's got a muesli out? Nice. A lot of people got muesli out these days. I like to start my day with a plate of Gock. Let's <laughs> <laughs> top Gock. No, we're not brought to you by Gok Industries. We're, of course, brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Oh, yeah. oh what a 4x4. Four four four. Four. And, you know, over the two years, even though we haven't been sponsored by them for two years, we've just been so enthusiastic. Uh, we've been drawing attention to all the features that aren't in the brochure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got so much in there. They had to leave some out. Pulling power, cornering ability, storage space. Packing weekends. Beverage holders, that kind of stuff. Mm. But no mention of the uh, butter churn and china mm. hutch. I don't know why. Mr mm. Rudd, can I ask you, does your car have a butter churn and china hutch? Uh, no and no. Yeah. And in both cases, never. Oh, oh that's pathetic. Yeah. Does protest too much. Absolutely pathetic, Mr Rudd. Please, show some balls. I don't have any. I oh. don't have any. I'm not sure and wait until after the election. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second, so he's going to do it if he wins. I don't know, but you it's know. an amazing promise. When we were queuing up that footage, mm. you know what Richard was saying to me? I reckon it'd be worth better. I reckon it'd work better if you said, show some sack. That's true, Rich. <laughs> there was a big discussion about whether that was true or not. I almost said, show some scrote. I prefer sack. I reckon sack would have been the best. Yeah. If you're just joining us, let's get this in the afternoons. Talking get, sacks. Get sack. some sack about you. Sack or scrote? Give us a call now. <laughs> Don't time. give us a call now. <laughs> Uh, okay, what are we doing here? Oh, look, emails, they keep on coming in from the listeners. Here's one from Lucy Dole of Port Melbourne. Great. Yesterday, it's down in Victoria, obviously, she went and had oh, yeah. fish and chips at Rex Hunt's restaurant, oh. Fish Delish, okay, okay. and was appalled by the lack of enthusiasm <laughs> for my rendition of Huntisms. The staff ignored me completely. I was met by blank stares when I asked if the scallops they served had, in fact, come from the thugs of the scallop industry. There were no Dixie ice creams. When I asked for fish that was not cheap, nasty, and downright boring, that's right, you ferret! 
the man behind the counter simply shrugged. <sighs> simply shrugged. This is what I'm talking about. Wouldn't you about? think Fish Delish would be capitalised? Why isn't there a giant This Is Dizzy stuff over the shop? Should be playing the whole time on a loop <laughs> over the top. The guy's sitting on gold and doesn't even realise it. Marketing gold. Okay, as for... Can't you know, help him. Things that people say on this show catching on. I understand you were um, yelled at in the street, and for once it wasn't poof. Yeah, no, things have changed for me. Things are starting to look up. Normally, you know, I walk along rich and uh, the loud bright colours that I wear mm. uh, garner the phrase poof from passing cars. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, I was wandering along yesterday, <laughs> and on two separate occasions, a very sheepish man, just as he got close to me, said, yeah. assault, assault. <laughs> And the first time, I was taken aback and didn't say anything. Mm. The second time it happened, it was a different bloke. He came past, gave me a bit of assault, and I said, Dizzy, stop! <laughs> oh, wow. When worlds collide. Wow. Ships in the night. Giving some love back to the partners. Yeah. Very nice. Now, we don't want to confuse our listeners. That has not been our intention, believe it or not, over two years. Yeah. Why are people yelling assault in the street? <sighs> well... I mean, there's one, there's an obvious reason that they're being attacked. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that's not the main and, reason. And please don't ignore that if you hear it. It's because of some clips we played on this program a few months ago when everyone on the show had a cold. People have been <laughs> complaining we haven't had enough drunks from across the Tasman on the show. Stopped in the street. Yeah, are they really? Oh, yeah, yeah. The enthusiasts. Well, you know, you learn a lot of stuff watching that show. Yeah. This is on the Crime Investigation Network on Foxtel. Mm. And uh, I've learned. You know, when the cops pull you over mm -hmm. for something, when you've been fleeing from them, mm -hmm. work out your story in advance. Okay, good. Listen to what this bloke says. Down a side street, Kylie and Solomon catch up with the driver of the fleeing car. I've been parked there all day. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, I've been parked there all day. Uh, we just followed sorry, you. sorry, sorry. I've been parked there all day. Well, I wouldn't say all day. At least um, 30 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, keep in mind... It's the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> He's been there either all day or 30 minutes. So, no, excuse me, excuse me. Now, when you say fleeing... Yeah, keep in mind, we've just seen him pull over and ah, park on the so curb. There's the bit of information that's not helping him. <laughs> did he try and look relaxed when they got there? Did he try and, like, get his feet up and have a newspaper over his head pretending he was asleep? He's got a tracksuit on and he's calling for his lawyer. He's on the front foot immediately. When you pulled up, I was parked. Excuse me, when we first uh, saw you, okay? This is my lawyer. Oh, call yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah, call we, her now. Yeah, we might be calling him, yeah. <laughs> call her now. No, no just call can I just, my lawyer can I now. Just say my piece? Now, call my lawyer. Yeah, I know you're the police. Sorry, call my lawyer now. Can I just speak no, for a sec? No, you can't. Okay. Right. You can't, unless you're arresting me. We saw you just pull out of Frylanders Road. No, you okay. didn't. Yep. No, you didn't. I've been parked there for at least 30 seconds. Oh, yes. Well, we've been trying to... <laughs> at least catch 30 up. seconds. We've been, well, we've been so trying to... So how long have you to me. Listen to me. me. We've been trying to catch up to you for about the last minute. So <laughs> he's just angled across the nature strip. Hang on, it was all day. Mm -hmm. There was 30 minutes now. It's at least 30 seconds. <laughs> at least. <laughs> call my lawyer. He's asleep in a ditch over there. Just call out and wake up. The action continues. I now require you to undergo a breast screening test without delay, all right? Yes. Okay, because I've got good reason. But I haven't been driving, officer. Right. What I, I need... haven't been yeah. driving. Listen to me. I need you to seal your lips around I've here. I've been sitting there and blow into for there. the last, okay. I don't know how yeah. many hours, you just said, <laughs> drinking alcohol. You just said 30 <laughs> seconds before, okay? Okay, just blow into there, okay? Example. All right. No. <laughs> drinking alcohol. That's going to help. I need an excuse. I've uh, been uh, 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 doing ice. No, no, no. Selling heroin. No, no. Shooting people. No, no. Drinking. Drinking. That's the I've answer. Been drinking. 
So he refuses a breath test and then it turns ugly. Because you're refusing me, I now require you to accompany me to the Manurau Police Station or any such place for the purpose of an evidential breath test, blood test or both. Do you understand? Yes. You do understand. My lawyer has to be present. We will ring My lawyer lawyer. has to be present. Over here, talk to me. The cop just touches him on the sleeve. Assault! Assault! (laughs) You touched me, officer. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Try saying her sorry. Why not a how come at the end there? <laughs> I've worked it out from watching hours and hours of Police 10-7. There's four stages you go through when you get picked up by the cops in New Zealand. First, uh, well, what are you saying? I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Denial. It's nothing to do with me. Then there's claiming that someone else who's nowhere to be seen is involved. <laughs> he was just here a minute ago, officer. Yeah, you should have seen him. He's a wreck. <laughs> then there's threatening them with legal action. I want your badge name. You are going to be sued. And then there's finally the racism card. You're a racist. Ah, yes. Good old racist card. <laughs> Remember those four rules <laughs> if you pulled over. I love the classic interrogation <laughs> technique of polite cop and very polite cop. <laughs> Oh, come. All right, there's crime out of the way. Next up, we'll find out who's un Australian on this show. That bloke over there pushing buttons. I'll get this. Yeah, that's right, that's pink. Here, get this on Triple M. Yeah. Coming to you live on the radio. I think you're finding your hotel. Most towns, yesterday we didn't go out in Brisbane, I'm not sure. I said some pretty full on stuff about the Story Bridge early on. Very poor. Well, it was my own fault, and I'm yeah, sorry. You've been bagging Fortitude Valley for years. Yeah, oh, the Malcolm that. Sue years are behind us. Leave it alone, Kevily. <laughs> just can't. It's not the Moonlight State anymore. <laughs> We've all moved on. No, mm. somebody forgot to plug something in. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Someone kicked it out of the wall. The yeah. squeeze box, I heard. Yeah, I, was, I heard the squeeze box. <laughs> squeeze box. Apparently squeeze the, box. The what is it? Is it one guy cranking a with a monkey beside him the, to, to play our show in Monday, cranking a box. That's right. The entire <laughs> network is wired up to a piano accordion. Okay. Anyway, hopefully we're going out in Brisbane today. Hello, Brisbane listeners. Um, Hello to everyone at St Finbar's Primary, where oh, I went to school. Hey, get on the monkey bars. Perfect height. The monkey bars? <laughs> Too tall for the year sixes to come and play because their feet hit the ground, yep. yeah. but just tall enough so when you're in grade three, you felt like a king because you were up there. Yeah, yeah. It's all the talk. Did your mum ever have to come and pick you up after a monkey bar accident? No. Tony, mm. I made my own lunch from grade two. Yeah. Uh, Is this why you didn't want her on the show? A lot of people called up at the end of yesterday's show and said surely the ending was going to be Mrs. Cavalier comes on yeah. and says at least one word. You wouldn't even let her in the door. No. Nah. What was that really about? No, surely. Just, you know. Just, just a hello. Would she's a lovely woman. So what would she have said if I'd said to her, oh, Mrs. Cavalier, hello, yeah. what would she have said that would have caused so much trouble? Do you want to buy some ice? <laughs> What a family. Let's turn the spotlight on to Richard Marsland. Yeah, uh, he's been head down on the internet mm. uh, for once using uh, visiting sites that aren't blocked here at the station. <laughs> That's right. What have you found? Petitionspot.com. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, is that Still he- happening? 10,000? We're heading for 10,000 signatures? We might just get in under the wire, possibly. Ooh, okay. We're pretty close to <laughs> it. Yeah, wouldn't that be sad? Um, 10,000 would be nice by Friday. <laughs> okay, okay. Hint, hint. Anyway, keep going. We're around 8,600. Eight, 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 yeah, what are they saying? Um, our thanks to all the people who've signed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenderise Ville Gardens, Mr. A. Scallop. Muzzle the chicken man, F. Elchstraw. Uh, Poon advisor, John Flangeberger, delivery man, one. And Shaz Mullins as well, who writes, I wake in the night, alone in another country, far from home. It's dark. The Belgian in the, ho- the, Belgian in the hostel bunk above me is snoring. Mm. I have a 5 a.m. flight in three hours. I'm alone. I'm depressed. I'm tired. I need my friends. I need someone I know. Mm. 
Someone I love. Friends that fit snugly in the confines of my MP3 player with voices like angels to carry me off to sleep that and into their strange Marsland-tainted world. Oh, oh, I thought it was Hamish and Andy up till then. <laughs> Fine, fair enough. Thank you so much for the joy and entertainment you guys have brought me on. Crowded trains in Turkey and a frozen lake in Finland and on budget planes to anywhere. Every podcast download made my week. Viva la get this. <laughs> Going international, indeed. And Sizzler Restaurants Australia has some sort of non-delicious filler talk here. <laughs> okay. There we go. What are they On saying board. about you, uh, Richard? Is there any... Um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's all my fault, according yeah. to petitionspot.com. Oh, you want to know about how Richard lives his life? Yeah, my... what have you got for us there? Yeah. Uh, let's have a quick look here. Clam Chowder writes in uh, and says, I imagine Richard's home to be much like the cave in Rambo First Blood. <laughs> Richard sits next to the fire, light reflecting off his lo- lotion-drenched skin. He listens to the Venga boys blaring through the walkie-talkie, but when not listening, he is tormented by thoughts of upskirting in the Veal Gardens. Confused by the world, he calms himself down by saying, I'm Richard. Okay. This is, I mean, you've certainly <laughs> captured the public's imagination, Richard. There's no denying that. But are you Australian enough? That's something Ed's been asking over the oh, course of the year. Right. And I think mm. this day uh, we'd also been talking about your claim that you invented that radio promotion, oh, the, the Fugitive. Yeah, me and a couple of other people. Oh, yeah. that's oh, here, we <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Lawsuits pending, backpedalling, eh? <laughs> me and a couple of other blokes and, in fact, well, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I wasn't that there. Where we're heading? I wasn't there. I did do the secret sound. No. Oh. And, and beat the bomb. That was no, mine. No, you didn't. None of those. Beat the bomb. The was bomb. Yep. So did you come into work one day and go, guys, guys, <laughs> men, women versus each other? It's a battle of... <laughs> battle of the sexes. Sexes. Yes. All your ideas. Hit that button, Rich. <laughs> I don't know if you're Australian enough, Richard Marsden. Right. No. I'm suggesting well, you're un-Australian. I've got all my radio ideas from America, so mm. possibly. Hey. Oh, he's taking that on. Look at that. Yeah. I was just guessing. Better music variety. That was yours, wasn't it? He can't wait till we go to a song and it'll be... Did you hear that for real? Yeah. Did, did you, you hear did that you... that was an American idea? Really? Who said that? Who said Do you reckon Dobbo would know that? Yeah. Am I going to be in trouble? Yes, you will be in trouble. Uh, is he Australian enough, Ed Cavalier? No. Uh, quick test, Australian enough test. Now, I don't really remember why we're doing this, Rich, but I found it <laughs> yeah, on my desk this morning, right, and I yeah. thought, he's been getting away with it for too long. Mm. Ready, Richard? Yep. So, let's get into the quiz zone. Richard Marsden. <laughs> yeah. The quiz zone. What is Ricky Ponting's test batting average? Uh, I reckon it would be in the 70s. <laughs> Here's a question. Seven. Who's Ricky Ponting? <laughs> So that bloke looks like Matt Dilly. <laughs> yes. Okay. Incorrect. Oh, okay. So, got so good so far. Ready? Yep. What was the answer? 72.1. It's 40-something. Okay. Okay. Question two. What did you do last night? Last night I watched Suburban Mayhem, an Australian film. Oh. oh. I bet you didn't get to the end of it. <laughs> no, I did. See, that's not Australian at all. Watching Australian film, <laughs> nobody does that. Okay. You're Swedish, buddy. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Uh, do you like Keith Urban? No, not particularly. Ooh, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. See, the correct answer was yes. Uh, leading me on to my next question. Name your top five favourite Keith Urban songs <laughs> in order. In, in in order of how much you like his hair in each of the videos. Okay. Um, Lather, rinse, repeat. Yes, is that's one of on my there. Favourite Keith Urban. What else? Songs. How pretty are my eyes? Good. And don't you want a pair like mine? Good. That's the B side. Yep. Two so to go. Three songs. Uh, looking for a girl who looks just like me. Good. And uh, can I tape out my empties for a big refund? <laughs> That's yes. And okay. here, the tiebreaker here. Complete this song lyric. We're not in the quiz zone anymore. No. I'm sorry. As the chief steward of the Australian economy. Put your pants on. <laughs> Uh, Why are we in the quiz zone anymore? Where's that training quiz zone, quiz zone. Standards have gone out the door. Here we go. Final question, Richard. 
complete this song lyric. Hello, blue stranger, sitting there all alone. Uh, wouldn't you like to step into my quiz zone? Oh, it's <laughs> rhymey, but it's wrong. Oh. With your glass of sorrow. Rhymey, oh. but wrong. Bad luck, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Richard, just hold that song. Okay. Because we've got a lot to get through today, and I know our Queensland listeners are feeling ripped off after yesterday's replay I know, I show. Know, I know, I know. So what we're going to do is we're going to go straight into Talkback Mountain okay. just quickly. Have we got a quick version of our theme? <laughs> Cue up a round of applause if you could, Mr. Marslin, because I know yesterday we were going on and on about Podcast 155 mm-hmm. and what a beauty it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It didn't go up till this morning. There was some the technical trouble. Mm. Big round of applause for Nikki Hamilton and Cecilia. Changing it down and then being yelled at me all morning. Finally, it's up there. Tom Gleisner, Santa Chalaro. Final word from Peter Costello. Yeah. The origins of Edward Cavalier's radio career. What's fallen on you? So many workplace conditions. Gold in there. But what are we doing today? Quickly, Ed. Listen, Tom, we want to get all of our favourite phone topics out of the way before we sign yeah, off. Yeah, what was one of our favourites? Well, I wanted to do which animal do you, do you seal from the zoo today until, Tone, something prompted me to do my other favourite, where have you slept? Where have you slept? What's <laughs> happened? Like asleep in a shopping trolley in my street. Wow. Yeah, there he was. Now, you know that the ladies of the night work from outside my front door. They certainly do. And hello, and hello to them all who <laughs> yes. are there at the moment. Don't touch me stuff. <laughs> uh, there was, but there was a, there's a little nature strip at the, end of, at the end of my road. Yeah. And there was a bloke. I came around the corner on my bike this morning and all I saw was legs. And he was sleeping in a shopping trolley with his head up the shallow end and his legs... <laughs> Hanging down the back because what he'd done is he'd picked up the little kitty seat to give himself more leg room. <laughs> fast asleep. And it, you know, if you've got <laughs> a shopping trolley, does that qualify you as a curb crawler? No, was he picking up in this trolley? We well, got the first home buyer's grant, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he could afford. All right, is that? I mean, can you top that? Where have you? Now you're from a family like mine, so I'm assuming you've spent a lot of uh, you know evenings as a yeah, youngster. I don't. I don't uh, under bushes. Okay, maybe with a local priest. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe with the salvos for a oh while. Oh my goodness! I lived with some so with uh, some friends of ours called the Browns yeah. for about three months, and no one could tell me why. I had the same thing. <laughs> Did you? I had six months with the salvos. I had uh, a couple of weeks with some family I didn't know. <laughs> I, they tried to tell me we were related <laughs> to, and they were just taking off their hands while I they had was... a fight in the courts for a couple of months. <laughs> I was forever getting shipped <laughs> off. It's like, who's this dude with the beard? <laughs> He's not my uncle. He's in none of my early birthday shots. I actually ran away and claimed that I'd been sleeping with the salvos, and I was fine. I've been staying with the salvos. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I've been sleeping in one of those Salvos bins. <laughs> Cole Sanderland style, just for one night. Oh, man. I once slept in a frangipani tree. <laughs> so tropical. <laughs> okay. All right, there's a lot to talk about there. Mr. Marsden, where have you slept? Okay, when I was working in community radio, oh, had yeah. a very late night, mm-hmm. and I had to uh, do a show in on Sunday morning, yeah. uh, panelling a Czech spoken show. Oh, a, good. A, a show mm-hmm. in Czech yeah. for other people. Are you brushing up on those skills again, Rich, <laughs> can I ask at this point? I'm still trying to master English, clearly, <laughs> from this story. And But before that, I had to um, I had to run a, a tape, like Sunday morning prayer mm-hmm. time tape, because mm-hmm. uh, I had some religious programming. Um, so I'd set the tape off, and it was like a 40-minute tape. Um, but I wanted a little nap because I was tired. Yeah. So I thought I'd have a nap underneath the panel. Brilliant. Call a wake-up call into the station. That'll be fine. No Sweet. one's here. No one's going to notice. It's Checks and on the wiser. Morning. morning, Pavel. Missed the wake-up call. Uh, there was about 20 minutes of just a tone. Woo! <laughs> 
on community radio. Tested through the roof. The tape identification <laughs> at the start. That is killing. They're still running that. They replay it every year. Had the call from the station manager. Uh, do you want to wake up? Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. It's that kind of skill that's seen Richard Mars and Sack. Now, is this your fourth time from the network? Have you been sat four times? Uh, this will be my second. Oh, no, sorry. Third time. Third yeah. time. This is my third time. You're counting the sex show? Yeah, no, counting the sex uh, show. All right. Okay. And, uh, Not what I heard. All right, listeners, call <laughs> us up. Tell us, where have you slept? One triple three five three. Yes. <laughs> That's rage ahead here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. I don't belong here. That's what our listeners are saying. Where have they woken up today, Ed Cavalier? G'day, David. How you going? Excellent. Where have you slept? Uh, I was at a party, which was just a few houses up from where I live. Great mm, yep. walk home. Yep. I ended up waking up at a park that was about a 20-minute walk and around heaps of corners and stuff. Oh, Brilliant work, David. Okay, no idea how you got there? No idea. I just woke up and I went, hang on, this isn't right. Yeah, my right. house looks different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, less yeah. swings at our house. You don't recall drinking the sort of beverage that Richard Marsland likes to serve up at his parties? Oh, yeah, nice <laughs> and green. That's nice. it. Nice and green. <laughs> okay. I want to party with you, David. Uh, <laughs> thank you, sir. A long no. way from your house that's mm. just round the corner. Can we go better than that? G'day, Tim. How are you? G'day, fellas. How are you going? Excellent. Where have you slept? Um, I was working at a music festival, and after working a 20-hour day, me and a mate decided that instead of going to bed, we should stay up drinking. Yes. Good. And so the next day, I spent... Uh, half the day sleeping under the speaker stacks. Oh, very nice. <laughs> while I was supposed to be working. And were these speakers up and running while you were sleeping there? Oh, yeah. Bit of stink fish going on. No, I'll just sleep through that. That'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I would have stayed awake for that. Yeah, good on you, Tim. <laughs> Who were the bands who were uh, making you work the hardest that day? Um, I cannot remember. Oh, good effort. <laughs> too, too many of them to you remember. You did a great job. <laughs> Don't you, Tim? Uh, nice speaking to you. Thank you very much. G'day, Sophie. How are you? Good, thank you. Where have you slept? Well, it wasn't me. It was a couple of friends of mine at a committee party, which sure. is like a B&S, okay. and it was dark, and they found somewhere soft to sleep. Yeah. And when they woke up in the morning, it was a dead sheep. Oh, oh yes. me. Just curling up inside a dead animal. That's yes. right. That's that, always doesn't, doesn't Luke Skywalker do that in Empire of the Stri- <laughs> Yeah, that's Right. It's yeah. inside a tonton. Is it oh. a tonton? Doesn't matter what the story is, Richard will find the Star Wars reference. Thank you very much, Sophie. Okay. Can we top a dead sheep? Hey, Leon, how are you? Good afternoon, lads. How are you? Excellent. Where have you slept? Uh, well, when I was younger, I was sleeping in an annex next to a caravan. You know, the sort of tent oh, thing. Oh, do I ever? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I sort of rolled off my bed and rolled under the caravan. <laughs> and. My mum could hear me calling out to her because I didn't know where I was. It was dark. And yeah. she came out and she could not find me. could hear my voice. But I was under the caravan, yeah. Are, the you, caravan. are you still there, Leon? Do we need to get some, send someone to get you, mate? Or? <laughs> Look, I've got blankets now. It's comfortable. Okay, good. Fair enough. All right, and Richard, don't say it was the caravan of courage. <laughs> Have we got time for one more? Hello, Simone. Or si- Simone, are you there? Yes, I am. How, 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 where did you sleep, Simone? Uh, my husband and I slept on a mattress in the back of a horse truck with three horses. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, indeed. That's a beautiful story. Beautifully nestled. Uh, yes. How do you not get stomped on in a situation well, like that? Well, there was a lot of room, but after eight hours, it was rather smelly and wet. I was... Horses relieved themselves quite a few times during eight hours. Yeah, yeah, that tends to interrupt this flow of sleep, I find. Kind of sexually yes. intimidating as well. Uh, exactly. Sexually intimidating, says Richard Marsland. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Samoa. Do you do it every year for your honeymoon now? 
Oh, we tried to make an annual event. Yeah, yeah that's a lovely. Yeah. That's lovely. Pack your umbrella and off you shoot. <laughs> Wake up with horse flu. All, all right. right, very nice. Thanks, everyone. Unfortunately, all of the other callers, it simply says. With Ed Cavalier. Oh, so, no, it doesn't. Well, I won't be putting those no, through here. it doesn't. Don't send those through, Sess. And a horse float as well. Now, oh. let's wind things up because we need to make a bit of space. We need to make a bit of space on here yes. for our man in Hollywood. Lockie yeah. Hume! Get this. Somewhat uh, like a retarded twisty. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna It's the second hour of Gear This Be ignored by the stiff and the board Because I'm gonna Still broadcasting at least till the end of this week Brought to you by the Nissan Navara Which as one of our listeners, James Willis says Pulls like an absolute bastard Doesn't it Richard? <laughs> so does you got a round of applause in the breach, haven't you? Yep. That's for Lockie Hume. Lockie, welcome back to Australia. Thank you very much. I couldn't, couldn't miss I'm so happy that I'm I'm fourth on your top 20 of recurring guests. Oh, absolutely. I've made number oh, yeah. fourth, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, fourth to last is a you know, much sought-after position. You've been filming us all day. I have. I uh, wanted to bring the camcorder in and just scrounge some stuff together for my own personal collection. Okay. Uh, can I just say a quick cheerio to Megan McGreevy at Qantas in Los Angeles for actually making sure I could get back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very nice. nice. So thanks. thanks, Megan. She's actually your biggest fan. Oh, really? World, Good on you, Megan. And at the airport, mm. I said to her, oh, do you have a legal download? Oh, she yeah, goes, yeah. no, no, I never got it. And I actually had it in my little envelope of CDs, so I just whipped out my Bang. download. Oh, well, look, that's very good. It's carrying very sway, nice. that our legal download CD. Yeah, I know yeah. some people that were, you know, got busted for some pretty dodgy gear and what? custom slipped an illegal download through you go, young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Don't really? mind what you got off oh. the back door. There were then. only a thousand copies of that album made, but because it's called Illegal Download, Triple M have finally done the right thing and put it up on our website where yeah. you can download it illegally for free, yeah, including all of the cover art and the booklet so you can make your own uh, bootleg mm. copy. Of the album, enough about that. We're here to talk movies in this hour. Uh, Lockie, you've got some notes printed out from the internet. I do. We're going to get to that later because it sort of ties, dovetails beautifully into one of your guests that you've had on the oh, show, Seth Rogen. That's, that's and, uh, talk a bit about that. And also, look, you know my uh, my five-year-old nephew, Duncan, this yes. is today, he's five years old, yep. this is his first ever episode of Get This that he's listening to today. Oh, keep so it he's clean, keep it sitting clean. Sitting at home, big cheerio to Duncan. And Ed, you'd, you'd like this. You've okay. recently uh, bapt- been baptised in the world of the 60s TV show. Absolutely. Ab- have I ever? Young Duncan, as he'd be happy if he could actually dial a phone, would call in and tell you, <laughs> he has already seen every single episode of the 60s good. TV show about Batman. He's only five. He used to start watching it when he was about two and a half when Foxtel used to play it at six in the morning. Right, right, right. And he would get up himself, yeah. figured out how to turn the television on, get it onto Fox Classics, plonk himself down at the age of two and a half, three years old and start watching Batman. Jeez, wow. he's good. So, Duncan, call us in if you want. If you want, need any information about the Clock King. Who's the his favourite? I think the Joker or the Penguin. Oh, and yeah. I'm so glad that I didn't get that Joker gig because oh. he, he'd either bash me up or never talk to me again. Well, I've got, got, I've got a, that. Believe it or not, I've got something interesting to say about Batman. There is something interesting still left to be said on this show. I know we thought the tank was empty. That's going to be happening in this hour. We're also going to say, what have you seen? Mm. We're going to hear from the federal treasurer again. Oh. Hasn't he contributed enough? And possibly someone will be saying, all one's plums. It's all coming up on this hour of Get This. Thank you very much, Diesel. Soul Revival here again. Get This Around the Nation. Waste no time, Mr. Marsden. Some fake applause for Lockie Hume. 
straight here from Hollywood. Thank you for coming in, Lockie. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. And because um, you know the uh, the writers' strike has happened over there. Oh, the the what's well. happening with that, Lockie? Well, it's. It took, took a while for the penny to drop for me that yes. as an actor I actually need writers yeah, to yeah, put yeah. words in Freight my mouth. Though, yeah. and it's still what, popular, yeah. that idea. <laughs> and once I'd made that discovery, I realised I didn't really need to be hanging around LA, so we started making arrangements, Tone, as you know, to make yes. sure I could get back <laughs> into this. Sure. But um, it's, it has, to conceptualise it for everybody, Hollywood has stopped. Wow. Is, so does that mean there may not be... Another sequel to Cheaper by the Dozen. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> at this me? stage, it's looking pretty, pretty oh, slim. God. Mate. And um, who is out of work at this point? I know talk shows are Okay, well, the first close. people to go out were, for example, David Letterman and Jay Leno. And yeah. speaking of Letterman, he's the he, talk about a gentleman in show business. He has agreed to pay his writers and right. his full staff mm. all of their salaries right through Christmas and wow. the whole bit to make sure that. Well, he was, under. when they had the last one in 88, he was famous for staying on air. Yes, all the other right. cast and everyone else went off air, and he went, I'm going to stay on I won't have any joke writers and he just talked about what he'd been doing that day <laughs> and it was often a car almost, crash. it was almost like the precursor to get this <laughs> it was very much so but it was eight months of quite interesting television eight months yeah, eight, for eight months, months. Letterman did yeah. that really well I think Bill Maher who does real time with Bill Maher on HBO right. which is a great show he's he can stay on because all he does is basically this he just gets people on and they just chat away so it's not uh, <laughs> right. no planning or any Wait, thought well, going well, into anything hang on, that's hang said hang whatsoever. on hang on like I resent that I've got Zoo Weekly here and I've highlighted some stuff so <laughs> okay. Okay. it doesn't happen by itself <laughs> All right, well, you, you know, sorry Shakespeare. Didn't want to, uh, <laughs> but hey, look, we're here to talk about movies. Where's the theme? Oh, if you go yeah. there, Mr. Bowser? Going to have see, to do it, Rich. No, see how slack he's gone while no, you've been I'll away. Sleep under the panel. Yeah. Sleep <laughs> under the panel. That's where he Now, I tell you what I love, Lockie. It's a movie that has someone who only ever appeared in one movie. I love that too. Now. Has I... there been many? The bloke from The Crying Game was in another one. He was in Stargates. Yeah, Jay oh, Davis. Yeah. So it's hard to find someone who's only ever been in oh, one movie. What's, what's even more interesting is plucking somebody from total obscurity. Yes. Slapping their face on the poster, giving them the lead role, yep. and then... Never yes. seen him again. Now, oh, which yeah. one have oh. you located? Well, while I've been, because of the writer's strike, I've been sort of holed up in, in my mate John Neela's apartment in LA, realising right. there was nothing to do. So is I sort of went... In, is he aware that you've been living there? He, he, believe me, became more than aware of it when he started calling <laughs> exterminators into the apartment <laughs> to try and get rid of me. But I sort of went a little Travis Bickle. But oh, my yeah, obsession yeah. wasn't Jodie Foster. Good. I had nothing to do but to listen to Get This oh, no. Podcast. Oh, so no. would you believe over the last two and a half weeks, I have listened to every single podcast you guys have ever done. That's pretty scary. And I was listening to the Seth Rogen podcast, yes. which is great because I've seen Knocked Up and this guy's a real talent. But, yeah. Uh, one of the things that Seth's got lined up on his dance card when the strike presumably is over in, in Los Angeles, he's, he's he's doing a big screen version of the old 60s TV show, The Green oh, Hornet. The Green Hornet. Presumably with a comedic slant on yeah, it. But right. The Green Hornet, the real the, the man behind the, the green mask is a character called Britt Reed. Yes. And Britt Reed, for those who don't know, is the great grandson of John Reed, who right. was the Lone Ranger. Okay. All oh, right. Uh -huh. So I started thinking back to films starring the Lone Ranger and I dug up the legend of the Lone Ranger oh, 1981 out, film this came out when I was a kid it was right. like a massive budget it reinvention was huge, beautifully shot awesome film yes. with your kid and it's and getting back to to your little bent tone mm -hmm. 
plucking actors out of obscurity. Who was the line? His name was Clinton Spilsbury. Clinton Spilsbury. Because he's not a household name now. No. no and, yeah. I, and I don't think he ever will be. Okay. And he never did another film. He never no, even this appeared. This is his one movie. In a TV show. Right. Why? Why? And so, well, okay, I've done a little bit of research into this. And for example, this is coming off Wikipedia. And if you're uh, listening, okay. get onto this page and vandalise it if you're at home. <laughs> Good idea. But um, listen to this. The film got off to a bad start in the area of public relations when one of the first things that its producers became noted for doing was attempting to constrain Clayton Moore, star of the old Lone Ranger television yeah, series, from appearing anywhere as the Ranger or in public wearing a mask. Oh, Clayton Moore's response to this was Hang to on. adopt the wearing of wraparound sunglasses <laughs> resembling his former now, mask. Hang on. He would have been about 80 years old. Yeah. You're saying he was still getting yeah, about but at the he, mask. He was one of those guys <laughs> who sort of pioneered the show up at fan conventions things, but oh, now yeah. he's wearing, doing it in big wraparound grandfather-type <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> so that's not necessarily the way to get off. The film itself, of course, won um, Worst Picture, oh. Worst Musical Score, Worst New Star in Clinton Spilsbury mm. at the Razzies that year. Yeah. But then you click onto the Clinton Spilsbury. What uh, happened thing. to What did okay. he do? Well, this is what it says. This lone credit, meaning his own his one appearance in this movie has made him the subject of a v trivia question in the You Don't Know Jack video game series. Right. I've never heard of that before. All it says here that might be a clue as to why he never appeared in another movie. It just says here he was involved in a fight during the filming of The Legend of the Lone Ranger. Mm. Now, that's all it says. Yeah. So obviously a bit of biffo went on. You look further down the page and it says an article about him in Parade magazine in 1989 revealed that he had spent some time in Europe and was working as a model. Uh. He had hopes to revive his career as an actor, but admitted in the article that he was not having much luck. Mm -hmm. The next line on the Wikipedia page says, he is now rumoured to be working at a Subway sandwich shop during this dry spell in his career. Oh, God. So there's hope for all of us. Yeah, there, no, there's the future for all of us. Yeah. So I think it's what Ian Cavalier's thinking, but, oh, you know, is God. he still <laughs> masked behind the Subway? I'd like to think so. Apparently Clayton Moore's got a lawsuit against him, <laughs> so he's just wearing yeah, wraparound sunglasses. i for years. Excuse me, mystery stranger. May I have meatballs? Isn't All right. that just one of those weird things? That is it. Okay. Like. Clinton Spilsbury is our man of the show yeah, today. Yeah, he is. He's That's our guy. beautiful. But it was in, can I just say also, though, Tone, because going through all the podcasts, yes. I started thinking of all these sort of, and you go... Connections to yourself? Yes, and uh, obviously the world does revolve around me. That's what I've read. Yes, and uh, so I leveled it down of about 35 bizarro <laughs> connections. 35 bizarro I connections? I leveled it down to about five. All right, And they're those. all a little spooky. Okay, there ah. is some scary sizzle. We'll get to those next. I'll get this. <laughs> I'm waking up at the start of the end of the world, but it's feeling just like every other morning before. Now I wonder what my life is gonna mean if it's gone. The cars are moving like a half a mile an hour And I started staring at the passengers waving goodbye Can you tell me what was ever really special about me all this time? But I believe the world is burning to the ground Oh well, I guess we're gonna find out Let's see how far we go Come, come, come Let's see how far we've come. I think it turns in the clock, but I don't really know. And I can't 
can't remember caring for an hour or so Started crying and I couldn't stop myself I started running but there's nowhere to run to I sat down on the street, took a look at myself Said where you going man, you know the world is headed for hell Say your goodbyes if you got someone you can say goodbye to You touched me, officer. Sorry. With additions from Police 107 oh, yes. here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Lockie Hume is sitting in today, and we've all just spotted Ray Martin. He's in the, in next, the next studio. studio. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear what Ed said? He looks so Ray Martin. He does. He really does. He does. And <coughs> but it doesn't look like a wig. It's real. It doesn't look like a wig from behind. Like, you know, Donald Trump, you see it from behind, and yeah. it's like this big combed forward what is sort of monstrosity. Is that what it is? Because yeah, I it's cannot not a, It's work not a comb out. over. It's a fold over. A fold so over. it's almost like he's grown it down, like if you combed all his hair, it's all bald on top, but he's yeah. grown it right from the back, and if you combed it all over his face, it'd go down to his nipples. <laughs> and then he folds it back and <laughs> sprays it into place. I've seen it up close. It was a theory that Matthew George, the director and I had, and we used yeah. to draw diagrams. Of how it was achieved. Yeah, of how it was achieved. And then I was in New York a few months ago, and I was, was at this party that Trump was throwing, and yes. there it was. Hang on, you actually saw... Donald Trump, a close. First a clanger. As one of the hour. <laughs> Take that, gussy. But it does look like, yes, we can confirm yes. it's his real hair. It's Ray Martin's Ray real hair. Right beautiful, next to it. It's a beautiful full head of hair. I hope to yeah. be, when I'm his age, I hope to have the same mm-hmm. full locks. You'll need to eat a bit more if you want to achieve those beautiful, <laughs> shiny... Now, Lockie, you've been in Hollywood listening Travis Bickle style to our podcast. Yeah. What have you learnt? Well, okay, here are some of the spooky... Oh, uh, man. Rich, oh, Rich. You know, you had two years to get out, right? Two years. The button was can, stuck. Can we get him another fifth of vodka before we start the show? <laughs> another <going> already? <laughs> uh, okay. okay, what have you yeah. said? So I sort of, I, I assembled them into sort of just weird and mm-hmm. sort of archaic, all the stuff that, that Get This is famous Still, for. Sure. Here's number one. Yes. The Kim Beasley thing. 
Yes. Okay, which is actually the theme from the Taking a Pillow 1, 2, yeah. 3, yep, yep. is composed by my favourite cinematic composer, David Shire. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure we were aware of that when we did it. There it is. And they're remaking this film again. And I'm I know. hoping that they're oh, keeping this. Yeah, but it's, you know it's going to suck because you got... I like Denzel Washington, <laughs> but guess who's playing the Robert Shaw villain character? Oh, not Paul Richard. Shaw. John Travolta. Oh, oh really? Isn't he in drag these days? He's just going to be as a woman again. Mm. Okay. That's, All right, that's, that's number one. one. Here's number two. Oh. <laughs> Angus Gussie Sampson uh-huh. eats at a bakery cafe over in Richmond that is run by the real Peter D'Alessandro, the character that I played in Let's Get oh, Skates. Oh, let's get that around. That's, that's got to be wow. worth something. Oh, we just going to have that every time, are we? <laughs> If you guys rehearse okay. this, can I ask? Uh, yeah. Okay, what's can going you, on? Does it, is it that seamless that, it, that you need to ask? Okay, here we go. Number three. Yes. A regular guest of yours, Brian Nankervis. Yes, we love mm. Brian. Brian was my grade three primary school teacher. Is that right? That's worth one. That's hurt, that one. Yep. Now, hang on. What was he like? He's great. It was yeah, awesome. He, we, he, in fact, Brian directed the first play I ever did. Wow. When I was seven years old. Was and it wasn't a little show? panto thing. No, it was a real esoteric Oh, not Angels show. in America. No, it could have been. It could have been. And, and he he required of the cast to write their first line of dialogue each for the thing. Nice. Right, right. And so it had to be done in the sense of pick a word and then say something that relates to that word. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Go, Ed. Oh, uh, a bear. Oh, a uh, bear food. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Shakespeare. All right. Wow. Okay. And so I was piss farting around swapping footy cards through yeah, all the rehearsals. Yeah, yeah. So I never actually did any of the hard yards. Finally came up there and he went, Lachlan Hume, are you ever going to do any work for this play? Wow. And I turned around him and I went, remote. Where has everybody gone? Oh, very nice. That's the first line of dialogue. Very nice. That'll that's learn not him. bad for a seven-year-old. I have to say, that is similar to something that goes on here that we've got into trouble for talking about. But what are they Give it a go. Uh, fine Storm. Have you seen a Fine Storm yet? I've heard one. That's when they say, like, a, I said, Tone, I throw you a word, okay? Well, no, you have a basketball, yeah. I think. You go down to the boardroom. Oh, yeah, they give you a basketball. The energy captain gives you a basketball, and it's about radio. So I go, like, I'm holding the ball. I throw it to Tony and say, uh, 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 music. Uh, you too. And then I throw it to Richard, and he says, Excitement. And then he throws it back to Ed who says, uh, uh, Food. And then throw it to Lockie. <laughs> and I go, I don't know what to do with this ball. Uh, throw it to Tony. And I'll say, Toto. <laughs> and that's it. We've got a strategy. That's yeah. fine storm, apparently. Yeah. White okay. guys can play basketball. And, that, <laughs> and it's that kind of excellent performance out of the marketing department that's resulted in this <laughs> okay. show getting at. All right. Come on. We don't want any trouble. What's now, number four? Here we go. Number four. Yeah, ready? Mingo. Oh. Musical bingo. <laughs> yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, what? Wait, don't start the music okay. yet. Hang on. I can't maybe cue up the okay. Mingo theme. Okay, Mingo, let's hear Mingo. Yes. Because Marslin reckons he invented Mingo. Well, well he I, might have. I don't believe that I invented it. But you it. didn't invent the word. What's because I invented the word Mingo <laughs> when I was nine years old as a fake swear word. Oh. So I could say to somebody, spooky. So I could say to somebody, oh, Tony, you big Mingo. You big Mingo. And or then you can't get in trouble. If you couldn't be bothered saying it, you could just play the song. Yeah, we could. You've got to do it. You've, you've, you've actually got it. To, you've actually no, got Richard, it to do it live. Have to do Rich, it. You don't, just leave the keyboard leave alone. It, Rich, come on. It's not in there, Rich. You've got to do it. Okay, I'll do it live. Come in the grand day. What the hell? It's Triple M's Mingo. All you have to do is play a little game we have. It's called Mingo. Oh, stop all that swearing. Get rid of that. Who are you calling a Mingo? We don't need that. Okay, that's an amazing. But what for a five? Okay, here is my number one connection to get this. Now, this better be good. Okay, Greg Fleet. Your most infamous, most adored, most scurrilous yeah. member of the Get yes. This yes. ancillary team. Of course, Fleety often talks about his 
legendary run-in with Delivery Man 1. The man who played Delivery Man Man 1 in episode 517 of Prisoner who told uh, Greg, who was playing Delivery Man number 2, that he was upstaging him. Absolutely. Well, I did a bit of research. (laughs) Yes. In 1992, I wrote and produced a show that I was also in. Yes, okay, of course. (laughs) And it starred the real Delivery Delivery Man Man 1. That's pretty good. Spooky. And what, can you say anything that wouldn't cause trouble? Well, I can, I can. I'm not going to say his name on air. Wouldn't make any difference anyway. Not, he hasn't really moved on much beyond Delivery Man One, <laughs> right? Or, or working on stage with me. But to to give you an example about, and this, I hope, I hope you're listening, Fleety, because I know he, he tried to give you one right up the bracket, but <laughs> it he really is not a good actor, and we can all. Play this game at home right now. Everyone listening, yeah, 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 yeah. This is what you need to do. You want this is how you learn how to do bad acting. I want everybody at home to pretend you've got, and Ed, you don't need to pretend you've got one right in front of you. But everybody at home to pretend you've got a salad sandwich okay. in your hand. I'm holding okay. an invisible salad okay. sandwich. I've got a real now, one. I want you to mime eating that salad sandwich yeah. really badly. Really like sort of really hammy? over the top mm-hmm. Much like right. it in the KFC act. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm eating yeah. badly. And then imagine this actor actually was doing that but had a real sandwich a real in his sandwich hand. Said, oh, that's very poor. <laughs> so that's my top five spooky oh, connections wow. together. Well, that is wow. very impressive. Amazing. Very impressive, Lockie. And we'd like you to stick around now for What Have You Seen? But I have to say, we've had a lot of complaints at this show. Uh, all of these sketches we've been playing with yes. somebody impersonating Peter Costello. Mm-hmm. People are saying, it's the last week before the election, yeah. guys. It's not fair. No. Can't you have the real Peter Costello on your show? Anna Corrin can. <laughs> well, I found a bit of him in the archives. Uh, Mr Costello, I don't really understand the budget. Um, could you explain what you're going to do in layman's terms? Well, the way I'd put it is uh, is this. Um, the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. Right. We are not going to borrow. Uh-huh. Commonwealth government is not going to borrow. No, We're not right. going to borrow. Uh-huh. The yep. Commonwealth government is not in the business of borrowing. No. And just in case you had any doubt, mm. uh, the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. No. We're not going to borrow. Right. Now, you, you've thought about this? This is a long-term issue. And we've thought about this a lot. And you've come to the conclusion that... We're not going to borrow. Right. The Commonwealth government is not in the business of borrowing. We are not going to borrow. Now, what about after the election? Well, uh, I'm not going to speculate on uh, what might happen after the election. Right. My focus is this week's budget, mm-hmm. and the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. Right. I think that's been well and truly established. Well, uh, I'm just making the point that we are not going to borrow. I know you are. And that's what we'll be doing. I know. Uh, what we're planning to do here yeah, yeah. is... Uh, don't say it. We are not... Uh, uh, uh. Oh, no, no, no. To borrow. All right, just drop it. Well, uh, let me make this point. No, because Um, I know what it's going to be. Now, without using the words not and borrow, could you explain in simple terms what you hope to achieve with this budget? We will not... Uh, uh, Don't say borrow. Spend... Yeah. More... Right. ...than... Mm. We have. Well done. Uh, we will not borrow. Oh, let's change tack completely. Borrow. Stop it. Um, I hear you're going to be riding a float at this year's gay Mardi Gras. I don't think so. Uh, uh, no, I've heard you're wearing a military uniform but nude from the waist down. I'll leave that alone if uh, if you'll pardon me. No, come on. What do you call yourself again? The Chief Steward of the Australian Economy. Thank you, Mr Costello. We are not going to borrow. 
Okay, I think that's been established. What have you seen is next on Get This. Get This. I can't imagine how anyone calling themselves a human being would do this sort of thing. It's just quite unimaginable. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Yes, you're listening to Get This. I certainly hope you are around the <laughs> nation on Triple M. I certainly hope that libelous statement didn't go to air by mistake. It might have done in some states where there's a slight gap after the ad break. We'll hear from the lawyers before the end of the show. Lockie Hume is with us. Uh, we like to play What Have You Seen occasionally. This could be a movie. It can be a clip on YouTube. Mm. It can be a maniac in the street. Mm-hmm. Let's just start with that department. What have you seen, Mr. Marsland? Just the other day, someone right around the corner from the station, as a matter of fact. Yes. And I've seen this a few mornings in a row, walking up and down the footpath backwards. Backwards? Is Whoa! This? Surely this is some kind of station promotion. This I don't be... know what it is, but it's really, I, I can't I can't bring myself to ask this person mm. why you're doing it. It seems like maybe it might be a chiropractic issue. Yeah. Like someone said, walk backwards and... Uh, really? You know, someone or some, uh, trying to reverse time, like when you back a car out of the block to make the numbers go back mm. on the... Uh, I've never seen that before. No. But it's every morning, walking backwards up and down the street. Mm. Maybe someone's filming her and she's... And they're running oh, the tape forwards. Oh, it's a woman, is it? Yeah, uh, no, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. But, okay. But she's also, and she's an Asian woman, so I'm wondering whether or not it's an Eastern medicine thing, whether or not, yeah. or is it a religious thing? I'm not sure. Maybe someone can clear that up for me. No one on this side of the panel has a clue what you're talking about. Yeah. Walking up and down backwards. What do you mean? up Like the whole street, just in the yeah. alleyway at the back? And where were you while you were observing this? Yeah. I was just walking Reaching to work. Reaching for his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. somebody you've seen. I don't seen. know. It was really weird. Let's get back into the world of popular entertainment. Lockie, you've been overseas. Surely you've seen some movies that aren't out here yet. I have, and I'll tell you what I've seen. The Coen Brothers' new film, No Country for Old Men. Oh, oh no, no country. country. Pretty scary, Lockie. It's terrifying. Ooh, it's, sco- it's spooky stuff. Not as spooky as my top five connections to get this. <laughs> no, it's not. Nothing stuff. is. And I've got to tell you, I'm not going to give away anything about the movie. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the most intense mm. experience I've ever had in the cinema. Mm. And here are my predictions thus far. I, I won't make, I'll make one prediction for the mm. film. Mm. Javier Bardem, who yeah. plays Anton Sugar, yeah. the assassin yes. in the movie, he will win Best Supporting Actor at next year's Academy I Awards. Can't. Normally we would bag that up and play it next year, but that's mm. not going to be an option Which for is us. why I'm going to make 77 more predictions. <laughs> okay, I'm going go, to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that Zac Efron is going to win Best Actress for Hairspray. Uh, hey! You serious? Yeah. You attack Zac Efron... Best can't, actress. Yeah, I can't. Oh, mm. is there a girly a boy oh, in the world than Zac And Zach you know what he looks Efron. like? He, he's got that kind of face. Where I think the kid's only like eighteen years old, but it already looks like he's had like four facelifts. <laughs> you know that, that horrible yeah, yeah. look. Oh, sometimes they do now. I'm told they started what? in the early twenties. Yeah. Kids having facelifts. Yeah, they get Botox and all that kind of stuff done. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Crystal was crazy. young, wasn't she? I'm Big Brother. Here I'm we Crystal. go. See, it doesn't take long. It really doesn't. Was she walking backwards up the street too? Rich? <laughs> was she? Hey, you following along? She's not. Backwards on the front of Zoom magazine, that's for sure. Is this here on the cover of Zoom? Yeah, 3D glasses supplied. Oh, you're thinking that's surgery, are you? Mm, You're damn well right. Okay, (laughs) let's cross the cover of Zoom off the what have you seen list. Tony Martin? Well, I saw Newstopia last Wednesday, and that'll be on tomorrow night. Yeah, on SBS. Richard Marsden contributes to that program. And I saw Sean McAuliffe, who's going to be coming on our show on Friday. Great. That's right, Sizzle. Because technically, he won't be an employee <laughs> of a rival network after 10 o'clock this Friday. Ah, so he's available to come on our final show. Great, great, great. I was watching, and he did an impression that he's been doing for years, uh, you know, in real life to make mm. people laugh. I've never seen him do it publicly before. Cesar Romero is the Joker yeah. on the TV Batman. It's a hard one to do. 
because not only have you got a white face up, mm. you've got to grow a real moustache mm. and then paint over the white That's face. Right. But yeah. Sean doesn't always do it with the white face, does he? He just does it with the moustache. Yeah, isn't it? well, it's Movember, so he's, ah. he's getting into it. But I remember that when you were up for the role of the Joker in the movie, mm. I don't know if you remember this call, it was very late at night, we said, if you got that role, wouldn't it be good if we could get you into the Joker gear, yeah. get McAuliffe into the Cesar Romero Joker oh, gear, yeah. and we were going to make a short film where the old Joker is being replaced by the new Joker. I don't remember that conversation and going that far. The remember. old Joker gets thrown out of the gang and has to turn to petty street crime and, <laughs> and ends up on Cops, <laughs> where his, you know, Not wacky police, soda Police 10-7. Police 10-7 while you are getting all his old gigs. It was a lo- one of those great late night times. But it would have been great if you'd got that part, although completely illegal mm. copyright-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it just uh, would have been great if I got that part. No, nah, well, let's, let's not talk about that. Newstopia, that goes out on SBS 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. Finally, Ed Cavalier, what have you seen? Uh, I, I've seen that we're running fiercely late. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the callers. Let's Give us a call. One triple three five three. What have you seen? That's you two here. And get this around the nation, Lockie. Humor's here and we're saying, what have you seen, listeners? Who's going first, Ed? G'day, Guy. Ed, how are you? Excellent. What have you seen? Well, I was in the States about a month ago and I saw a movie called Gone Baby Gone. Directed by one Ben Affleck. Oh. I have seen it too, sir. It's, it's not bad. It's not, not bad, bad at all. Sort of in the vein of Mystic River and The Departed. Uh, Same uh, writer, isn't it, as Mystic River? Dennis Lehane. Dennis, Dennis Lehane, Lehane. Indeed, yeah. yeah. And it's all right because, you know, you wouldn't think that it would be very good with Ben Affleck directing it, but I'm reading good reviews. Yes, he might have, a, uh, he might have had the wrong career all these years. And Possibly. And well, he certainly hasn't had the right one, that's for sure. And am I talking out of school to say that you actually auditioned for that film? I actually did. I went in. I had a terrible reading for it. I went in and the, the, uh, the casting director was a woman called Denise Morong, and I couldn't get past that if you just removed the G, it'd be Denise Morong. Yeah, that's not the best so, way to start, Lockie. I know, it's not the that best way to start. in my head, and I had to go in and play this... Oh, clearly not right for the role. In fact, the, I tested for it. They, they laid that up. Before it even got home after the audition, right. the manager had rung saying, oh, by the way, they put it in offered a 50 cent for the part. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like that. He's literally burnt the bridge in his own mind yeah. before he's even crossed it. And now I've gone on air and really burnt it. <laughs> well done. Who's next? G'day, Xander. Hi, guys. How are you? Excellent. What have you seen? Uh, I was working at a concert not long ago and... Um, Security were trying to clear everyone out at the end of the concert, and this yeah. guy just wants some water from the bar or something. And so anyway, security was clearing him out, saying, no, he can't have any water, and he started screaming about having his human rights violated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's good. Assault! Assault! <laughs> yeah, it belonged on Police 107, it really did. And what was the concert? Uh, I believe it was Bad Religion. Right, yeah. fine, fine punk band. Yeah. Yes. So that wasn't violating his basic and human rights. Actually, to tie in um, with your last phone-in topic, I did fall asleep at that concert. There you oh, are. Fantastic. A glowing review. What have you seen and where did you sleep? A twofer. Thank you, Xander. Uh, as always, who's next? G'day, Craig. Yeah, g'day, Ed. How are you going? Excellent, mate. What have you seen? I've seen Richard Wilkins mm. fall ass over into a polystyrene box of fruit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best answer we've ever had on this segment. What were and, the circumstances? <laughs> he was walking backwards on his mobile phone and uh, tripped into said box of fruit. Mm-hmm. But uh, the box of fruit was empty, and when he stood up, still attached to his butt. Oh. And Richard, Richard, I thought you said the person walking backwards was a small Asian woman. Yeah. You didn't say it was Richard uh, and, Wilkins. You're not and, covering up for him, are you? And on that, Richard, yes. apparently the um, 
in Asian cultures, apparently walking backwards will prevent cancer. Apparently they believe that. If you walk around Beijing yeah. and walk in a park, there's as many people walking backwards as there is forwards. Really? You nearly guessed it. Bunches of them. So, so Richard, Richard Wilkins is fine. That's right. <laughs> Making a fool of himself, but he won't get cancer. In the process. All right, thank you, Craig. Wow. Very informative. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, time cop Richard Barson, do we have time for one more, one one more caller? Yes. Hi, Marie. How are you? Yeah, really great, thanks. Good to hear. What have Long you seen? Long time, first time, guys. Oh, oh good on you. Thank you very much. Uh, what Probably have you seen? time frame being you'll be the last one, too. Yes, eh? first well. time, last time caller. <laughs> 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 what have you seen, Marie? Uh, in Geelong, I was ta- taking my daughter home from rowing, and um, a guy was taking his dog and his wheelbarrow for a run. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah, wheelbarrows get very antsy if they're left alone all day in the yard. <laughs> they're impossible to call in at night. <laughs> the dog wasn't even in the wheelbarrow. No. They were all running together. They were jogging. It was just hilarious. Mm. She gave him a good a bit of a toot and a wave. It was really and, funny. Uh, can I ask, Marie, are you a Geelong local? Yeah. Are they still celebrating their win down there? Oh, of course. Yeah, and and are people Still blue and white flying everywhere. Do you often see people getting around in the sunscreen moustache in tribute to <laughs> the Norm Smith winner this year? <laughs> no, not many. Unfortunately, we don't see Wingy Teeny's coat too much either. Oh, well, that's sad to hear. Thanks, Thank Marie. You, Thanks, everybody. Richard Marsland is pointing at his invisible watch, right. which means it's time to hit this button because so many people have requested it. Next week on Get This, it's the best of classic UK comedy with a brand new encore screening of never-before-seen footage by the quest. Of all me plums. All me plums! Yes, by unpopular demand, it's the long unwanted return of brand new episodes of All Me Plums. Oh, look out, Vicar! I beg your pardon, Lady Felchingham Blither. You were about to sit down on that inordinately protuberant and unthinkingly placed seatless bicycle. I'm not falling for any seatless bicycle nonsense this time round, madam. I'm far too battle scarred and preoccupied with plum safety since the last series. Oh, well, let me pour you a nice scalding hot tea. Oops. Oh, I'm terribly embarrassed, Vicky. <laughs> That's all right. This time my plums is safely cradled by this asbestos plum hammock, which not only protects them from scalding beverage mishaps, but maintains them at optimum plum temperature at all times. Oh, is this the heat control here? No, my plums! <laughs> Yes, upstairs, downstairs, they've all gone plum crazy at Swollen Manor in all new Orby Plums. This week's episode, Something Wicked This Way Plums. Orby Plums, same one, take one, mark it. Orby Plums! Now look here, Mr. Pulkin Twat, there's no way in Hades I'm going to accept a consignment of 100 hastily assembled shooting sticks sight unseen. Gentlemen who attend my grouse blasting festival want to know their plums are planted on something comfortable and thoughtfully constructed. There's no wrong with these shooting sticks. Look, I'll demonstrate. Ah, there, look. Oh, hang on. What does this switch do? Oh, a convenient thermos pops into view. Oh, that's handy. Could you pour me a scalding hot cup of tea? No, I can't. It's a demonstration model. Oh, that's a pity. Well, anyway, it seems all in order, so I'll show you where to stack them. Just step over this totally wound wire fence, if you could. Oh, just as well I was across there. Aye, but you want to watch out for that badly placed seesaw. Oh, missed me by centimetres. And that descending sandbag. 
that were a close one. Well done. Do you have very much? Champagne? No! Oh, me plums! Yes, it's a plum dinger of an episode next week on All Me Plums. Lady Faffington, your sex change has been a remarkable success. Thank you very much. I trust you know Lord Waftingham, the famously cack-handed crossbow champion. Pleased to meet you. Oh, oh me plums! So join us as we plumb the heights of comedy. And coming soon, a brand new UK classic like nothing you've seen before. Don't miss all me satsubis. How did we never do that one? Oh. Lucky Hume, thank you for sitting in for the whole hour and thank, thank you, you for being such a big part of our Thanks, show. Lucky. After thank you over for all the support over two years, guys. This is truly one of the greatest experiences I've ever had and I know you were going to be desperately missed by millions of people not only in, the, in Australia but around the world because you've got a huge listenership on the you. podcast Thanks. including Thanks. yourself Thanks, and I just feel terrible because I feel like we should have got you a gig somewhere we should have got you a yeah. part over the two years yeah I was Apparently there's an audition for Mingo coming up. Oh, that would be oh, Mingo. Mingo the movie. What a treat. Now, is there anything... I think 50 Cent got that, though. Do we need to plug anything at this point? I'd just like to plug all the fantastic clips that are showing up on YouTube where people have taken sketches yes. from this show and done pictures to go along with them. Mm. There's the Lost in Translation tribute as well up there. Yeah, that's... Um, what? Not suitable for work. <laughs> I, I well, we're filming right now, so big wave to the camera, everyone. Yes. Oh, hey. And we will be cutting some footage together, Tone and I, over the Christmas break. Oh, will we? And we will be having it up on YouTube. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on YouTube on this very clip. Hello. And I'll just, for people watching on YouTube, I'll just say, hey, check out the fat kid on the catapult. He's good. That is hilarious. <laughs> More hits than this one. Thank you, Lockie. Thank you, everyone who called in today. Uh, and our key phrase, Richard, what's it going to be? Uh, Mingo. <laughs> we won. Yeah. Here's a treat. Guess who's coming in tomorrow? Never been on the show before. Hasn't been on the network for a long time. Judith Lucy oh, is here oh. to cause some trouble. Thanks to Nissan Navarro with its huge pulling power.